and welcome back to the podcast, BS with Selena. It has been a little bit of a minute here. Took a little break in between episode seven and episode eight right now. And I'm gonna go ahead and kind of talk a little bit more of what was going on during that break. I had the wonderful honor and privilege to attend a conference in person. That's right. I was at an actual in-person conference and it was BABA. And that took place up in Detroit, Michigan. And I had, spoiler alert, I had an amazing time there. I actually got to meet with some colleagues that I have been communicating with virtually for the past two plus years. I was able to meet new people. I was able to really feel supported. And there were a great deal of conversations had that, you know, if you've been at a conference, um, you know, lately or even pre-pandemic, you know, those conversations that maybe you have amongst a smaller group or, you know, you're unsure I'm not really sure if we can talk about this or just kind of getting nervous to talk about it. Those conversations were happening at the front and in a very positive, open way. It was great. I really can't say enough wonderful things about it. And I really do want to to give that conference the respect that it, it truly deserves um, and have an entire episode dedicated to it on its own. But yeah, I was I was at an in-person conference. It was great. And I, I took a different uh, mode of transportation there too. I took the train there. I took um, the train from Chicago Union Station to the Detroit Station. And I had a really good time. Um, it was a, you know easy service to take. And I would recommend it as like an alternative um, transportation as well. And it was financially much more viable than taking a flight. And it was about the same distance if you were going to drive from Chicago to um, Detroit is not that far. They are a neighboring state to the far north and, you know, kind of to the northeast there. Michigan is like the glove state. I forget what it's called, but you get my drift there. <laughs> this episode, I wanted also to kind of take a step back um, with discussing select conferences and just kind of discuss conferences in general and coinciding with that some graduate school experiences or higher education experiences as well. Um, Because for me, attending my first professional development conference, that happened when I was in my master's program. Prior to that in undergrad and you know, in high school, um, that really wasn't a, a topic of discussion or an opportunity or kind of like a known resource of this is a public event that you can or should attend. And these are some recommendations of, you know, maybe different interactions or how you can kind of prepare beforehand. That wasn't anything that was discussed. When I was in graduate school, It was informed to me that it was a requirement of the program to attend conferences, and there really wasn't much else said about it. It was just kind of, this is what you need to do. This is, you know, where you can go, some local conferences, and I did. Um, There was a small group of us who signed up to go to a local conference. We didn't get much out of it. Um, There wasn't, I, I really just kind of wasn't sure, how does this format work? 
What is the the track um, of the conference? Is there a recommendation of events to attend? How do you go about networking? This unfortunately was just not informed to me um, at that time, which is probably why I have such a great investment and interest in it now. And you know, kind of looking to help others who possibly are or were or are in the same boat. I was in a graduate school program. It was a three year program for me. I was completing a dual track in applied behavioral analysis and counseling, and that was the setup there. And some recommendations that I would really give for helping prepare to go to a conference is find a group of people who are also going. Go ahead and you know start putting out the feelers. Who's going to this? And if you're comfortable and if it works, if it's available for you, really share, like look to, to share a room or at least have your rooms close to one another or stay at the same hotel. At the conference, you are, this is an in-person conference. So, you know, hopefully that's something we're safely getting back to. Um, but when you attend a, an in-person conference, yes, you're around a lot of people and there are there's a great deal of excitement in the air or, um, you know, maybe there's a lot of um, possibilities and interests. But when you leave, you kind of can feel really isolated and even attending some of the talks as well. If you are going by yourself or if you're going to that talk by yourself, it can just sometimes feel isolating or just kind of just disconnected. And so I would really recommend going with a group of people or going with at least one other person maybe that you know or meeting up there with someone as well. I think that's really helpful. And then if you are staying in the same hotel, staying in the same room or, you know, have your rooms close to one another, um, you know, that's really a good setup for, you know, maybe going for lunches together, dinners together. Um, I think that's really helpful, too, because there is this wonderful socialization component after the conference is done, uh, you know, maybe having a nice dinner or having some good conversations, really applying what it was that was just learned or listened to at the speaking events. And for me, back in graduate school, you know, I was in my mid-20s and I just was, you know, when going on a trip, staying at a hotel, it's like, okay, great. Let's just go out to dinner. Let's just like go to the fun spots. It was, I would say, like less of a more focused action. It was more so just kind of let's just have some fun, which that can still be and I hope still happens at conferences when attending with a group. Um, but, you know, maybe just just not just fun, um, you know, discussing how a research topic could be applied, you know, within maybe your practice or within a clinical practice or discussing a poster presentation of, you know, how maybe that individual, the experiment went or the design went. Um, I think it's really, really helpful. And I think it's, it's a wonderful collaboration when attending a poster presentation, um, you know, providing some conversation or some feedback on it or inquiring with the individual, you know, how they came about with creating that that experiment or the presentation. Um, I think that's really helpful. And I think it's a good set, too, of just communication skills, of just kind of a socialization component and learning how to put yourself out there. There were some wonderful, wonderful speakers and presenters at BABA. And, you know, I, I was, I really did have the honor of getting to know some of them and talking with them before. And there is, there, there's some nerves going into it. 
everyone did a great job presenting. Um, but, you know, it, it's a process of putting yourself out there. And, you know, I think there are these practice moments or there's these opportunities for, you know, for trial when you're an attendee at these conferences. So I think that's something that's really helpful. And some other um, advice that I would recommend with conference attending, be aware of the schedule, Um, you know, kind of talking about, uh, you know, events happening. Um, You know, this was my first in-person event um, in a while. So for me, I was definitely a little off with like, oh, I have to kind of schedule and plan this out. I have to go to a location. Um, Whereas before, you know, with the virtual events, it's like, all right, um, there's a talk happening at nine. It is 8.57. Cool. I guess I will just log on now. Um, you know, in my very comfortable clothes. Um, so, you know, there was some timing for me that I was a little off with. And also, you know, when traveling lately, it's been for a trip. So I kind of had the the thought or mentality of um, exploration around the city, looking up historical areas to learn more on, maybe some museums. And I was like, no, 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 I'm here for this conference. Um, (laughs) So I definitely was um, kind of torn in in different directions. And it just called for very long days and long nights of just making some wonderful memories. But, um, you know, planning out your attending event, especially in person, is really helpful. There are more often um, I would say not maybe not always, but more often there are some really great talks happening at the same time and you have to decide which one you want to go to um, and then locating, you know, where is this at? What room? You know, Baba had a really great setup for, for the venue that they were at. It was very easy to locate the rooms. They were not far from one another. Um, there are some conferences. and I know I know my my wonderful, lovely um, hometown here of Chicago is it has some notorious um, history with it, with the venues being very large and far apart and difficult to find. I know, I know, I know. Um, so, you know, that's just kind of where some preventative strategies can can be had. And, you know, just kind of looking at the lineup, scheduling out, um, you know, where, where this is at and what conferences you want to attend. Coinciding with that, some additional bit of advice that I would give is, uh, you know, be familiar with some of the topics. Again, this is an opportunity for you to communicate with the presenter, with the speakers, with the panelists on, you know, said topic, Um, especially if this is something that you are looking to explore more, have an opportunity for collaboration. This is it. This is your moment. Um, This is a moment, an opportunity for you to get to know uh, you know, the speakers and for you to, uh, you know, really kind of showcase your research or your the level of interest that you've had. Uh, so I really would recommend, you know, um, if you are looking to ask a question, you know, maybe going ahead and like writing it down or going ahead and getting comfortable, you know, when they ask at the end, you know, we're, we have about five minutes for questions. Are there any you know, taking the courage to raise the hand, you know, if you're in person too, that's even great. Um, or, you know, if you're virtual, you know, click the raise hand and go for it. Ask your question. There is probably someone in the audience who has a similar question to you as well. You never really know where or how that can kind of jumpstart a conversation. Um, and something for me when I've asked questions, something that I kind of always like as well is, you know, what, that's a great question. Why don't you and I go ahead and chat? after this. And because then that just tells kind of me sometimes of like, 
hey, maybe this is going to take more time than what they have to offer an explanation, or maybe there's additional questions that they have. But yes, that is your opportunity to go ahead and, again, express um, you know the research that you've been going into, the level of interest that you have. Let that be your moment to shine. I think that's really helpful. And again, some preventative areas, some proactive areas that you can do, maybe write out your question, maybe even literally practice asking it. Because I know I can get tongue-tied, I can get a little um, hesitant, or the question that I'm looking to ask, I, I'm you know three questions ahead, so then I, I end up you know missing the question or just like miss asking it, as I'm literally getting tongue-tied right now. So sometimes practicing that can help. If you're in person, you're going to be in front of a lot of, you, of some people, a lot of people. So that also can bring up some nerves as well. And I know there are some people out there who are just pros at this and they've got it. They can go. It's, you know, second nature to them. And I think that's great. And possibly you've had a lot of practice too. You know, for those who are who are hesitant, who are listening to this and feeling nervous about it, welcome that. And when you see others who are asking questions, again, without hesitation or nerves, they've probably just had a lot of practice. They've probably been attending conferences or public events for a long time. So take your practice and take your try at it as well. The last bit of advice that I would have on this is pertaining to notes. This conference event that I attended in person, I did have the privilege of attending with an electronic device um, with an iPad mini that allowed me to take notes pen to paper in electronic format versus bringing an entire laptop or writing out notes as well, to which I have done both at conferences before. I have brought a huge, not even like the most, I feel like familiar laptop company, not even that. It was like a probably a solid like eight pounder laptop that had to be charged pretty much every like four hours. And that was what I could afford in grad school. And I brought that with me to conferences. Um, Definitely worked (laughs) on some weightlifting with that. But I brought that to conferences and it was clunky. It was loud. I know it was disruptive. You know, and I was I was learning at that time of like, what is the best format for note taking? For me, typing works very well. It's faster for me to retain some of the information and it's an opportunity for me to go back to and review it. So then I also would um, literally bring a pen to paper. I would have a notebook with a pen and try to write notes as best and as fast as I could through um, presentations. And that sometimes works. It's at least quieter um, and you're able to independently be creative with your note taking with that. But this conference, I had the privilege of having an iPad mini and I have an app on it. I'm able to to write out my notes on it. Um, and that is extremely helpful. Um, you can save your code words, um, you know, for those who are obtaining CEUs at these. But then also you can write down a lot of uh, questions or at least some some note taking with it. So that's really, you know, some advice that I would have with that as well. And these were kind of like my advice points on this. And again, my first conference experience was something that was part of my master's program. So, um, you know, for those who are maybe going through a master's program right now, and if you maybe feel behind, please, you know, everyone has their first conference event. Everyone has, you know, their first time presenting, which is another topic that I will be breaking down in the future preparing for presenting at a conference um, when you are on that end of it. 
Um, that is a little bit different. There's a lot more excitement with it maybe, but that's uh, another area of breaking down as well. And I have a few guests in mind who I would like to bring on for that conversation um, and to share some stories with that. But, you know, I, I really do welcome conference attending. I think this is a great way for networking, for exploration, for research, for creative building. And I know this field has has notable conferences. Sometimes it doesn't feel as welcoming to attend, especially if you are a person of color. It can be difficult. I have attended many conferences to where I, you know, questioned, is this where I should be? You know, are there, you know, like, where is everybody else? Like, what conference are they attending? Um, what did I miss here? And I just think there are a lot of great conferences being built up or happening for the first time or second time that I am I'm fully supporting and I'm really excited to see where they go and what happens and just most importantly what how how much of a a positive community um, comes out of it as well. Those are just kind of my thoughts on um, conferences today. This is a shorter episode. Um, there is a holiday coming up, um, and I hope. You have a, a safe um, and wonderful holiday if you choose to celebrate it. I myself will actually be out of the country. Or no, I will be out of the mainland of the United States. Yeah, I've got another trip planned and I'm excited about that. Let me know kind of what your thoughts are. What are some of the first time experiences maybe you've had? What are some questions that you have um, if you've never attended a conferences? What are some areas that you're uncertain about? What are some areas that, you know, you have some nerves about, you're hesitant with? Please do let me know what you would like answered or, uh, you know, kind of discussed a little bit more. And I would be happy to, to bring that conversation onto the show. But yeah, just a short episode today. I hope you have a great one and talk with you soon. Thank you for joining today. Please subscribe, rate, and review. The podcast is brought to you by thefullfield.com where you can learn more about the full field of possibilities as a behavior scientist, behavior analyst. Please connect with us on the social media links of Twitter and Instagram. The opinions shared on this show are of my own. There has not been any payment for admission or attendance of the conferences discussed on this show. If that shall occur, notification will be provided to audience members and the opinions of the conference shall remain my own and unbiased. Show notes and research are completed by Selena Davila Schilling. Podcast production is by Pretty Easy Podcasts. Again, please subscribe, and I can't wait to go through more BS with you on BS with Selena. Three, two, one. Okay, perfect. Yeah, nice and cozy, getting settled in. All right. Oh, I don't know. I'll, I'll have a decision by the end of this. <laughs> what is it called? The glove? The mu- Not a Muppet. Oh my gosh, I can't think of the name of it. Well, that'll be a fun edit, <laughs> Alan. <laughs> Hold on, Alan. Terry just got back with coffee. He's making noises. Hold on. Shirts off. Oh my God, get out of here. <laughs> okay. Do you really just got coffee for yourself? Oh, Joe came. He's probably just getting scared. I don't know. He probably just scared himself. We have a bunch of moving boxes and Joe Kim gets scared with them. Where are my notes?